As a national ambulance billing provider, we are increasingly contacted by our clients regarding the pros and cons of adding non-emergency ambulance transports to the daily workload. We are going to examine this issue further in today's edition of the QMC Board and Caller. If your organization is considering adding non-emergency transports to your ambulance service business, take a step back, run the numbers, and ask these three questions before you even get started. One, do we have a reliable referral source or sources? Routine transports are not going to magically appear. So if you're thinking about jumping into the EMS non-emergency transport arena, have you connected with a referral source for ambulance runs to be funneled to you on a regular basis? EMS agencies that are successful with this side of the business always have reliable referral sources locked down, preferably under contract before they begin taking these types of trips. Your upfront task is to visit with some probable individuals who represent facilities and who are in the position to funnel EMS runs to your agency as one of their preferred service providers. Cultivating and maintaining these sources can be tricky. Do your homework. Again, do your homework. For example, is your EMS agency number 56 to serve this facility in the last three years? If so, has the facility used other agencies and is your department just going to be one more in a long line of service providers? Does the facility owe the other agencies buku bucks that will never be paid? And are they now looking to your agency to now provide a year or two worth of transports only to try to stick you with the majority of the runs and then move on to the next service? Be aware, it does happen, sadly. Question two, who are the other EMS players in the market? This is a very important question to ask on behalf of your department. Let's say your agency is a secondary player in the market. Your agency is the local 911 service, and you've had to add career staff to supplement a waning volunteer pool. The idea of adding routine transports is to help offset your new additional payroll costs. However, down the road is a pretty large, not 911 EMS agency who has three times the vehicles you have, offers wheelchair van services, and can pick up runs at a moment's notice unencumbered by 911 calls. You think the other service is being kind by allowing you to get in the game? However, they may be, what they may be doing is funneling their crumbs to you by default. You know, your agency winds up taking the long distance self-pay run they turn down while they pick up the two mile down the road commercially insured patient that almost ensures a nice dollar return. Meanwhile, your billing office struggles to collect on your transport in $5 increments over the next 100 months. Not cool? The routine transport's game success is not measured in quantity, it's measured in quality. Question three, are the runs going to include reasonable transports for medically necessary patients? Of the three questions we've challenged you with today, this one is the most important. First, be sure you understand all the rules and regulations and most importantly, that you know the definition of what constitutes a reasonable, medically necessary transport in the eyes of Medicare, Medicaid, and other commercial insurance providers. We've spoken numerous times about the viability of transports of ESRD patients 
from dialysis facilities for treatment. CMS is working hard to drive home the point that these patients do not require ambulance transports, or at least most of them, and have even cut the payment rate. Beware. If the bulk of your routines are hospital discharge in nature, CMS has also issued numerous communications stating their opinion about their negative feelings towards these trips. Think before you leap. Don't just jump in. Think before you take that big step forward into the non-emergency transport arena. Your agency's goal is, is to offset costs, not create more financial strain. Plus, it's not just a money issue. Consider the strain these transports may place on your staff, vehicles, and overall resources. Use your billing office as a resource when scoping out your possibilities. We're here to help. If you need our assistance, please contact us. Thanks for tuning in today, folks. My name is Gary Harbat. I'm the Director of Client Services with QuickBed Claims. I hope you found today's program to be helpful and informative. We thank you for joining us. We wish each of you a great day and hey, be safe out there.